Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Get Into It with Gila. I'm really excited to put out this episode. I had the privilege of interviewing my husband, Ami Glassberg. We got to talking about his new song, Avina Volcano. And um, there's a whole history and journey to how the song came to be. And I was so excited to hear um, how it started. And I, I thought you guys would want to hear the behind the scenes. Also, you'll, you'll hear on the episode, but Ami kind of explained to me how it was like, for him, like it felt like self care, like the stuff I always talk about. And I was like, hey, you have to come on the podcast and explain that. So, first, you get to hear the song, and then you get to hear our conversation about the song. And um, I think you're going to love it. You can listen to it wherever you listen to music. And please um, subscribe to the podcast, rate the podcast, leave a review. It would mean so much to me. It really helps the podcast move up in the ranks and it really helps spread the messages of intuitive eating and self care and things that are really important to me. And I thought it'd be fun to put this episode out right before Purim because I know you're all busy with your shalach manos and your cooking. And I love to listen to a good episode when I'm doing that. So I wanted to make sure to get it out before Purim. Okay, here's the song and the episode. Have a great day. Say, I say, I say. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Get Into It with Gila. I'm Gila Glassberg, your host, registered dietitian, and certified intuitive eating counselor. And today I have Ami Glassberg. Hi, Ami. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining me. I mean, they can't answer you, but... It's so nice to be here and uh, (laughs) to join in. I mean, like, we're just sitting right now, like, in our basement, recording this podcast, and it's just us two. So it's, like, funny to think that other people are listening to our conversations. Well, you've been on the podcast before, right? I have. Well, this is not my first. No, uh, my first. This is time. your second time. My second. Last time. time we talked about intuitive husbands and intuitive eating, and this time we came to talk about bum 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 your song. My song. I've eaten volcano. So you want to sing it? Want to no. get your guitar? No, I'm good. Okay, I'll fill. I'll fill the listeners in. So Ami has been working really, really hard on his song of eating volcano. How long did it take you to write the song? The whole thing. The whole process to when I to like to, to produce to, it and yeah. everything recorded and like, mm-hmm. um well it, it took like a few months because like there's a few like a bunch no, of I'll different tell components. That story. I'll tell that story about how you actually recorded it like when you went the to the studio? Guy, yeah I'm saying the whole studio it was process. like a month that whole thing was a month yeah maybe like a month or two the okay. reason why it took so long was because like it wasn't just me like I had some right. friends playing guitar right. and Right. Like my friends from let's go back let's go back okay tell us first when you started playing guitar or writing music um so i started playing guitar in 11th grade i took lessons for like five or six months just learning why? the basics why did why um, how did it start i don't know i think i was there was a guitar lying around in my house and maybe i brought it up my way or my parents brought it up really i never knew um, that um yeah, and this guy, was like a good friend of you? Me. A good friend of yours? Really nice a really good friend of mine? No. Just randomly. Like you saw your house. No, 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 but I'm saying me, what spurred it. Lessons I didn't know for a few either. months. Did and I didn't go anywhere. No, no one in my family played music or at all. You know, like, we're not such a musical bunch. Like, we sing Zemiro Sanchavis and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you're very musical. No, but like, my family's not like music oriented. It's like, you know. No one played, any, played instruments. any instruments. Like, lessons. Like, no, that wasn't like really? a thing. Okay, I didn't know that. So I don't know how it happened. My older brother took lessons for a little bit and then it just died. And then I was like, hey, I want lessons or something along those lines. So I picked it up and I was actually really into it for like five, six months. And then I just wasn't. <laughs> like I learned the basics, I learned the chords and I actually really did enjoy it. And then I probably just got busy or whatever it was. You were very and, busy in 11th grade. Yeah, probably. But what maybe we should talk about when kids, like teenagers, really want to take lessons of some sort and like the parents really want to be supportive, but then they waste all their parents' money. Right. No, so it definitely wasn't a waste because I really right. did enjoy it a lot. I just probably got, not, I didn't get sick of were it. Were you a natural? Were you good? Like, yeah, you... I was pretty good. And I picked up like all the basic chords I learned like pretty quickly. And like, um, there's like, you don't have to like read music to be able to play because like there's like these different websites and stuff that like it's called guitar tabs it just tells you like it like prints out the lyrics and then it tells you like what chord to play at which spot of the song so like you could go on these websites and like I printed out like tons of pages of Jewish music in uh, like, yeah and I had them like with my guitar I was able to play like, play, like um like like Yehuda songs and like some Shreki songs and like um Joseph Carduner I was really into him um so yeah and then I just kind of didn't play for like a long time for like years like even 
like you know when we first got married like we didn't have a guitar in the house like I for years you, i think you picked up the guitar from your parents house like maybe a few like one or two years after we were married right i think it was a few years like i think like when we were living at the white whites like in their basement really like that's when i started getting back into it a little bit which is probably like what what made you six. get back into it um i guess i was like looking for like another hobby like something to do in like downtime and i was like hey guitar like that was fun like maybe I'll just like pick it up again. And I did. I think it was actually at Simmons house, my guitar for years. Somehow they had it. Uh-huh. Somebody borrowed <clears> it. Yeah. That's Gila's sister, by the way, you guys listening out there. Yeah. Someone was never on the podcast. Yeah. So yeah. We'll recruit it. Don't worry. Yeah. So I, um, I just started getting back into it and I don't really know how to play any one song. It's like, I would have to like sit down and like, figure out the chords to those songs so I was just kind of like more interested in like playing my own songs you know so uh wait one second you didn't know how to play other people's songs yeah like people think that like oh if you know how to play guitar that means you could just like sit down and just play this Mordecai and David song like I thought you said you were I know you were doing that here like you would print out like the chords right so I could do that like if I have the guitar tab then it tells me what to do so then I can you know but, like, I wasn't really, it didn't get such a geschmack from, like, you know. Can like you translate? I didn't get such, <laughs> just I didn't get, like, such, like, a gratification out of, like, sitting around and just, like, memorizing, like, learning how to play other people's songs. Like, you know, it wasn't so, it wasn't, it's still to this day, like, I don't really like just sitting there and playing other people's songs. It's not so fun. That's not, that's not gratifying for me, like you know, playing that it comes it and like playing with other people, you know, playing other people's songs. Like it just doesn't do it for me. Some people like it and they sing and they get other people to do it. And that's really nice, but it's not, it's my self care. That's it. I guess the key word of the, of the evening. It didn't yeah. speak to your soul. <clears throat> it did not speak to my soul. Interesting. That's interesting. So um, I think what happened was, um, trying to remember the first song um that i came up with i think it's called um chai hashem it's like in zmir's in the venture so i was kind of like flipping through the venture and like i found these words that were meaningful to me and i was like yeah it's like a zemmer that's not really sung so much so i was like and the, the words are really pretty so i came up with a, a song to chai hashem Whatever, I, I didn't I have remember. that one professionally. No, I remember so. that one. Um, Do you want to sing it? Not really. <laughs> you could. <clears throat> um, so. This is a very famous podcast. So yeah, we'll I get know. you a lot of. No, that's really like my whole goal here. <clears throat> yes. Um, is to become famous. <laughs> Anyone listening, you know yeah. where. So um, and I, and it was really meaningful to me, and like I was like very proud of myself. I was able to like write a coherent song. You wrote it um, first the with a guitar or without a guitar? All with the guitar. So. No, but it was like you said, you were looking through the bench around a Shabbos or no? The, no, I like sat down to like com- like compose the music to to the pre-existing words. You it know? just came to you in your head, like I'm going to sit down now with the bench and write and a song? guitar. Yeah. Really? Kind of, yeah. Do you remember where um, I was? Where was I out? We're probably at the gym or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you said, you were looking for a yeah. hobby, so you were just yeah. like, had, had was, some Yeah, because they're sleeping, they're little, and like, that was it so it just came to you it didn't it doesn't like just um just it basically like I you, you use the guitar to like guide you like with the musical notes 
to like guide you like what sounds good what sounds bad i'm like it's all like very traditional like classic jewish music like two low parts two mm-hmm. high parts like very basic you know so like you come up with the low part and then you fiddle around and then you're like oh that sounds nice like as you once you get the st- song to start so it basically like if you get the beginning so then like you can feel out like what flows what doesn't flow so like really the key is like the beginning and then like it kind of just goes from there and you like let the notes like guide you like what you play this like no that doesn't work play that that doesn't oh that's nice for that for that and then it just kind of works out so how long did it take you to write that first song do you remember was it like that it doesn't just take long you... like even the song Avina Malkino <clears throat> it started out as like a different song and then it, it only takes like about like <laughs> once you like sometimes I've sat down many times I've sat down and just like didn't go anywhere right. but like right. but like the songs that I have composed um only took like about like 15 or 20 minutes um but then like as like the like the core of the song and then like as like I went on, I was like, this sounds a little bit of, like tweaking, knaching, you know, tweaking things here and there, but like the the like the core of the song stayed the same, you know. Well, they do say that about the creative process, like that it just like comes to you. Like maybe that's what it is. Like maybe maybe I'm I know you think I'm joking, but maybe you really could be like a professional music writer. Cause if it right. only takes you that short, it comes <clears throat> to you. That's what it means. Like it comes to you. Right. So I'll tell you an interesting thing, like in terms of that point not the coming to you point the the um like the part of like, like <coughs> famous like that type of thing yeah like, so <clears throat> you didn't get um, to that yet but you could go there <clears throat> no so you're saying like like <laughs> i don't mind go ahead no i'm just thinking so the um like for me the most like the self-care part like the make me the what the part that makes me feel like the, the most gratifying is like the the process of making the song and like after I make it like it's really enjoyable to sing it because like it's like something that I made mm-hmm. which is like really enjoyable so like once that process is kind of over like to me like the most gratifying part is kind of over also mm-hmm. um, I mean it is really gratifying to like the Bacham and Yeshiva like they're playing it they're singing it, they're enjoying it that's really really nice because it's like something I created, which is really, really nice. And like, if it's meaningful for them and like it could get chizuk or be inspiring. I'm going to take it at the doctor's office. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, can I just put this on your screen? Like, what is it? Oh, just my husband singing this random song. Like, That's what right. happened. They were Spider playing Spotify. Music. They were playing oh, yeah. Spotify. And I said, oh, my husband just wrote a song. Do you want to hear it? And she said, yeah. Oh, so well, then they played so it. So that's amazing. Yes. So yeah. it's actually, I'll just give you a little muscle. Um, so um, I played hockey a lot in high school um, and whatever, like we won the championship and everything. Whatever, like whatever, whatever. Whatever, you know, <laughs> we won two championships. I mean, we don't want everyone here on whatever. the podcast to yeah. hear all about your. Yeah. So your I'm not just giving you a muscle. So basically, um, like we worked really hard. We had practice like all the time, working out and running suicides and, and just getting really What's pumped suicide up. again? Suicides are where like you're at the baseline of like a gym, like a basketball gym and like you run to the foul line as fast as you can and then you run back to the baseline then you run to the three-point line then you run back to the baseline then you run to the half court line then you run back to the baseline then you run to the other side of the court three-point line back to the baseline foul line back to the baseline and then the other baseline back to the baseline so it's like all on a sprint but like you're you have to touch the floor for each one so it's like 
really intense and like I was the goalie so like I had to do it in my like, full equipment <laughs> oh my god so like it was very intense so it was like a lot of hard work and you know very grueling and a lot of fun but like I, I like very I clearly remember I remember very vividly like after we won the championship like everyone was like jumping on me and coming over to me and like well wow, like MVP whatever it was and like I had like a certain I was like this is it right like this is it like it's over now right so like now what like everyone's like jumping and so excited and like you could even look there's like a picture like in my parents house like of like a picture of like the whole team and like everybody like cheering whatever and like I had like kind of like a very like stoic sad you know, face sad, you look kind of like, sad about like out of it I was like kind of dehydrated right. and it was like a right. triple overtime game whatever right. but like I remember feeling like a little bit empty because like so much of it was just like the process was so right. fun and like right. the, the competitiveness and like winning and all that stuff but like after you win it's like it's over right and it's like that's it I've so heard like, that I've heard that from yeah. people who like um I, I was listening to a podcast of like a famous author and he said he was so excited and the book was going to be published, published and it became the uh, New York Times bestseller and then like he became depressed because he right. was just like now what like right and so it's kind of like you know a little bit how it felt and it was just like very interesting because like you pump yourself up for that right. victory and then when you get the victory so it's just kind of like a little bit of a letdown uh, not that I wasn't really happy because like right. if I would have lost then I would have been, been like really so down. upset and like right. one right. like and really really upset and down yeah so it's like I won and I was really happy that right. I won but then um so it's kind of like it's funny so like we I did a video Malkino and it took some time like being busy with it and speaking to the producer Yehuda Goldblans by the way he's amazing Shout out. Um, shout out to Yehuda. He's really incredible. He should um, come on. Yeah, he should. Yeah. He's, he's really talented. He's amazing. Like, he took, like, the raw song and, like, really, you know, amped it up. Amped it up. And, and, like, we did it together. Like, obviously, it's my song. So, like, he, you know, we did, had a lot of discussions about, you know, how to do it and, you know, what the vibes would be like and what the, you know, just what we wanted the song to sound like. And he did it. He really, really helped me bring it out. Yes, it is beautiful. So like, but like then when I finished the Vino Malkino, yeah, <laughs> like it was like it's over, you uh -huh. know. So it's like being busy with it and being, you know, like discussing it and hacking playing it, it hacking forty it times in a row, exactly, and listening, listening. And, and 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 where to tweak it, and that part is the most enjoyable in terms right. of self care because that's right. like where I kind of we're on this, right? We're talking about this, yeah. Um, so. So it's almost like you want to go to the next one, but then it's like ten thousand dollars later. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, we are, um, you know, taking right. All right. This, we're this taking is being sponsored by donations. all of you. Just kidding. Um, but um, no, but I wanted to ask you actually. Oh no, I wanted to say this about how it started. Was was I knew you really wanted to. Oh right, right. I knew you really wanted it's to all get. No, totally. Oh, no, 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 no. Please, 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 please. But um, I I really wanted to get you a that as a present yeah but it's really expensive to do recordings really expensive so yeah. i entered you into the contest so i saw yeah. on instagram ahem i saw on instagram a, a contest, contest yeah. you sent in your songs then you could win like you a could free win. to get it produced professionally for right free. right and i was so excited like for sure my husband and my husband yeah no, because you were like, oh, they're not so good, whatever. Ooh, you, you, you kept saying, oh, right. whatever. I'm like, no, they're really good. And right. you're like, 
You no, really did no, 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 no. I'm like, yes. I think you were just like sick of me, like singing. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. No, that's not I'm what it was. I was just like, <laughs> I, I mean, we could. You don't want to hear the song? It's so good. <laughs> I did always want to hear your song. I know. I sure. did. You're very supportive, really. Thank you. Yeah, no, that so, really kind of got got at me thinking. Like, I did say to you, like, you were like, what do you want for as a present? I'm like, nothing. What do you want? Nothing. It's really hard to like, buy I'm your really spouse bad. a present yeah, that I'm doesn't really know bad. what they want. It's a very hard thing. I'm very picky, and I'm also like, eh, whatever. You kind but of want did, to buy it for yourself, like, but you, you want me to, like, like you be there. Have to say your needs. Like, you have right, to state your needs. State your needs. Like, right. what, like, it's if not you want a present, you have to tell me what you want, and then I'll buy it for you. Right. What do I get? And then you get the wrong thing, and then you hate birthdays around here. Birthdays are really tough. No, but I feel like people can relate. <laughs> anyways i feel like people could relate to this because it's really hard to get your spouse a present it's a problem wife or husband right uh, that doesn't but i'll say it's hard to get anyone a present it's hard when the person doesn't know what they want right. number one right. and number two it's hard when the person doesn't say what they want right. so what's the moral of the story figure out what you want state your needs and state your needs, state your needs. so i did say i said like it would be a dream to like get my songs professionally recorded Right. And then so I really got you triggered, and you're like, oh, yeah, wow. And like, And you're like, oh, Ari Kunstler, this, that, right. like, that's just some local people. And like, right. we actually didn't know about Yehuda at the time. Right. And you actually, found him. Penny, my friend, my good right. friend, Penny Farkas, who's PHP, Purple Herring, something, uh-huh. from Shayashev. He was like, he's a very talented musician, so he's in the Chabura. My name's here, Chabura. Yes, right. Ami gives a Chabura for Kinnin Hamasakta, which I actually spoke about in the podcast oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. So yeah. he also, like, so, like, you, like, we're like, I'm gonna to try to get this done for Ami, and then we never ended up doing it because the contest people just dropped out on us. us. Whatever. I We're still talk to, I said some yeah, yeah, maybe um, like you know, yeah. And then, um, so then Penny was like, Yeah, I sent it to Penny, and he's like, Yeah, you gotta get this done, you gotta get it recorded. And he's like, Oh, I know this guy, Yehuda. We so should talk that, about manifesting for a second. Manifesting. I don't know if you're into it or like the vision board thing. You know how I always say, like, if I write something down and I like to tell her, I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> are you okay? Uh, I have one trying to manifest there. this coffee. Yeah. Um, no, you know I write on my bedroom walls. So yeah, talk about that a I lot. Love it. I love vandalism. <laughs> I love when you vandalize. That's usually the first question people ask you, which is, "Your husband doesn't mind?" I'm like, "Well, I don't really write on the walls. I write on the doors." Right. Is that better? Um, the doors. Now that our kids know how to read, that's also that's also yeah, fun. Yeah, that's really nice. I when forgot about that. <laughs> anyway, darkest door secrets. <laughs> it's not my deepest darkest door secrets. It's like yeah, I just spoke in half there, and I did amazing. I'm so proud of myself. Like right, go it's affirmations. Yeah, that's well, good. I gotta put them somewhere where I could remind myself. You know, I just like nervous. don't read them. So <laughs> that's so sweet. I'm just You're kidding. So sweet. Okay. Anyways, back to you. I'm just saying that like sometimes when you think like okay I really want to get this song done but it's x amount of dollars and like I don't really have that money for leisure like but you put it onto the world you it's like it's like they it's, help you they it's like an you. opening yeah no yeah. so then you found Penny just recently joined your Chabura he did, like, and he like, happens to know ago. a guy who lives right down right a two-minute drive and who has, who amazing, has hours. amazing hours yeah. I'm just saying sometimes it's like I find that I find that I'm yeah. telling that to clients a lot that like Things and happen when, like, you express your needs and, like, you state them and, right. and like, what you your desires. And then right. it's, like, people try to help you, like, if they can. You say, like, oh, I wish I could do that. Right. And they're, like, actually, like, I know right. someone who does that. And right. it's, like, it gets the ball rolling. Right? Right. But if you just, like, keep it inside. It just stays there. It's you know, that's why we should probably, like, replace our, like, picture <laughs> of the coso and, like, put your vision board there. So when we have company, they'll be, like, what is that? Like, picture of like italy i'm like oh like we really want to go to italy i really do want to go to italy oh like 
my like wife's grandparents live there. They have like a they empty have a free house. house. And, like, go there. And I have coins. You want them? Oh my gosh, you just reminded me about something. I, this happened to me once. I don't think I ever said it on the podcast. I went to my shades lady last year when we were doing some work in the house and we like kind of ran out of money but that was fun is it okay that I just said that yeah and I, was like, <laughs> and I was like I'm really sad I really need a new fall but like I really don't have the money but I'm really not gonna say that I'm not gonna say that I don't have the money because Hashem has like, all the money in the world wow <laughs> remember and you also don't want to like sound like a number <laughs> I mean whatever <laughs> <laughs> I know that like whatever when you when you do work on your house you kind of like use that money right. so it's not right. like a never obviously right. Like, I'm a such a nebuch. I'm a little too honest. Things. That's the problem. But anyways, right. people tend to like that. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so she's like, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just letting you know, but I'm not gonna say that I can't afford it because, like, of course, if I need the wig, I'll get it. And she's like, actually, somebody just gave me this fall that she is giving wow. away, and wow. you could have it if you want it. And I'm wow. like, are you serious? And she Amazing. gave it to me, and that's my fall. That's the fall you wear currently. Yeah. Wow. I told you that story last year. Wow, yeah. I remember, but like, I thought you were gonna say like, yeah. I wore it once. <laughs> no, I didn't wear it once. It's not so comfortable, and I am still in need of a fall, but right. I do have that. She's <clears throat> in need of a fall. <laughs> Anyways, right. So right. I really want to go to Italy. That's true. And I've been telling you. Um, I've been really telling you. We have to go to Eretz Israel. That's right. like, well, we were going to go. It's been like, COVID. what, 12 years? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. okay, so let's go back to the... To the so, guitar? No, to the... To the no, to so Penny. Penny, right. So then he found you this guy, and you were like, it made sense. It all made sense as a as a birthday present slash the next birthday present. So for him. <laughs> no, but like whatever. We had a husband and and then remember when you 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 started doing it and you came home and you're like, now I know what you mean when you talk about self care. That's yeah, what you said to me. I was like on a high. Like it was so what it was so amazing. It was basically like I had these songs which are like an expression of me, which is like something I created and like always kind of wanting to like make them like not eternal but making them into reality like a real thing that's done professionally and done right and like um going through their process was like really really amazing so like going to the studio and recording it and just really like feeling the moment and like listening to it afterwards like after I spent time in the studio and him sending it to me um it was just like an incredible feeling and I was like wow this is something that I'm doing just for me and it's incredibly enjoyable and gratifying and um it just makes me happy <laughs> like it puts me in a good mood to like listen to my songs and to work on them and um it's just a really nice um way to express myself and I'm, it's a great hobby and it's an expensive hobby but right, it's right, really right. I mean, it's a really great I mean, hobby. Maybe there's a way to come up. Maybe you could have your own production stuff. I could, I could invest and make my own studio. but that's In like, my office? Like, no, I would take over my office. Maybe the shed. Oh, we have a shed. Okay. Yeah. People do it. People do it. Um, so, no, I, I definitely understand, um, like, the self-care thing because, like, it was also just me and, and, um, and Yehuda. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, whatever, just like, it was my own thing. It was like right. my own time, my own, you know. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I actually got my friends. Happy. Yeah. Um, two of my friends, like from like my childhood friends, Noah and Dana Goldberg. Um, very special people, extremely musical family. Right. Like they're not instrument musical, but like they're singing Their harmonies horses, are incredible. Right. So we said like we grew up together. So <clears throat> we would have the Pesach, second night Pesach mm -hmm. later together. Do you want to sing those songs? 
It's like the classics. No, know? some of them are not. Either. Not so much. No, some of um, them. Are. So we always used to sing and kumzits and all that stuff together for you know forever. Um, you know, we grew up in the same shul, Yamuna Rhyme, Migunim, everything. So um, um they're incredibly musical. So so I I I sent them the song and they were like, Oh wow, this is so good. Like we didn't know, like a lot of people that I send it to, they're like very surprised and shocked because like this is not something that I ever did like made public at all. Right. Like I would just come home late at night, right. I would play guitar, I would come up with music. It's not something that I really shared with anyone. Was that um, on purpose or just no, because it was just like my own thing, right. you know, my own time, my own no, but you hobby. did write a song about my mom. Right. I and did. you played that in front of my sibling. Yeah. I I say that was yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But you were nervous. Song. You were nervous. That I should get that. Also. That would be beautiful. Yeah. That that's actually funny. Tan a tantrum, but I did think we were like trying to think of like date night activities, like because like going yeah. out to eat like gets old and there's nothing else to do. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Not because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it get old for you? No. Oh. I, I love it. You do? Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't mind us for just <laughs> We'll just cut that out. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, well. Hmm. What were we just talking about? We were talking about. Oh, yeah, song, ideas right? like for the date night. And then right. I was like, I have a really good idea because yeah. I write, like, I like to write and right. you like to write songs. So I was like, I'm going to write a song for my mom. But I really couldn't. It was, it was too, too hard, hard for me. And also, like, I don't know, maybe I just don't know how to write songs. Like, I know how right. to write poems and stuff. Right, but, but if you write a poem, then I, if you write the lyrics, yeah. then I can it was, up the song. No, but that was a mental block for me for right. my creative process. Right. Like, when I write, I just write. And it's right. just like, it's just like it's inspiration. Like right. Yeah, I would say it's like a bomb. Yeah. No, but when I have to, when I have a deadline, like when I write for Well Springs now, like I right. do, I could write. Right. But I was just talking to, I was just either listening, no, I was listening to it on a podcast somebody oh i know who it was zaya comedy you know who that lady who i watched the comedian yes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's hilarious so she does she was on a podcast and she was saying that like when she's created when people when she does ads like that's much harder for her but when she just has an idea it just comes right. to her like the creative totally. process you know totally. yeah anyway so that was a really beautiful song that you wrote about my mom if yeah. you want we could put it on the podcast too yeah i have to like re-record it right like... right we could send the lyrics if you want. No, but that you was also like kind of surprising to me because I was like, I thought I would write it. And I was right. like, wow, he knows how to write. Like, you really do know how to write songs. Yeah. You did. You wrote it like in one night. That's yeah. I yeah. could sit down. Like, if I have the time, I could sit down and right. like, write. Do songs ever come to you? Uh, like, Nigunim? Randomly, yeah. You're like, whatever. Yeah. I probably have like 15 songs all together. 15? Right. Yeah. But like, I don't like just like sit down once a week and write a new song right. like randomly when you have the time you yeah. don't really have a lot of free time well also like now that like i'm starting to like produce them professionally um don't get scared um, <laughs> i'm very scared um, <coughs> i'm like more busy with like the production than making new songs you know like i have these songs that i think are really great and i want to get them out there you know I want to get them, like, done, what's your goal you know what's your goal for them like, why do you want them produced? Just because you I enjoy feel like it's kind them? of like I just feel like a niggin like has a certain like nitzkiest to it. Meaning, it has, mean? like meaning, once there's a song, there's a song in the world. Right. It's like nitzkiest. Like you can't take that away. The niggin's there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's kind of like creating a piece of artwork. So it's there. It's now like been created. Mm-hmm. So so it's something that I've created that 
I want it to be like cemented. Like I feel like it's not really like been fully created until it's like been on Spotify. I'm just kidding. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like, like I was really debating like putting it out there, mm-hmm. meaning like I have it like on a hard drive or whatever on my phone or it's on Yehuda's on laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's been created, so like I I've now made it complete. So I've created it. So like when I sat down with the hoodie, he's like, what do you mean? You're not going to put it on like Spotify and Apple Music Me and all that stuff. So I was like really debating, like, should I put it out there? Because mm-hmm. he's like, well, what's the point of like making the music if you're right. not going to share it? Right. Like it could be machazic people. It could right. be enjoyable to people. Yeah. Like I totally hear that. Like I want other people to enjoy it. But like that wasn't really the reason why I did it. I just wanted it to like to be cemented that it's complete. Mm-hmm. I get yeah. it. I totally get it. When I write, to, I mean, not that, whatever, but when I write something or I do a podcast or whatever, I want it out there. I don't just want to, like, have it, you know? Right. <clears throat> but it's a little bit different because that's, like, that, that what you're putting out, you're putting out to teach people, to inform people, to, to help people. Right. So, like, what's the point of, like, discussing, like, how to help yourself without putting it out there for people to listen to? Mm-hmm. So, like, this is a song. So, it's, like, I'm not necessarily, like, not valuable information that they need for their everyday life right. and like their relationships and their right. you know their you know how they view themselves and other people and all that stuff so it's like whether it's out there in the world or not you know fine so like they'll enjoy it or they won't enjoy it you know what I mean so it's mm-hmm. like the main thing was like to to cement that it's into an into existence mm-hmm. that it's something that like I created that is now here right well, you, you know? did say that the whole process, though, even the journey to get it was like the best, the best part. part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, recording this podcast today was so fun, even though this is really, really fun. But like, but like the goal is to, I don't know what the goal is actually. For the, right, the self-care. Right. I help people. Exactly. Right. right. Well, maybe I also wanted it to be, be interesting to hear from a husband's perspective because you weren't always like so on board about the self-care. Oh, you want to hear what I think about yeah, self-care? Yeah, I do. So, the pros the cons right. the so like initially when i heard about this term self-care yeah um yeah i did i was like just because like i'm always very like cautious and very what's the word skeptical skeptical of a lot of things like that i, I talk about them through <laughs> and and see like whatever i'm just like whatever you know my it's my brisk you know the right, brisk right, right, right. um so people don't realize that I have such a yeshivish husband. Could I say I'm that? Not so yeshivish. Okay, go ahead. So um isn't brisker like very yeshivish? Would you say I, that? I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Um basically, like when you talk about just the word self, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of like in terms of like Yiddish, right? There's a lot of like um like the word selfish, right? Or the word like um like is also self as in the word selfish so like there's always a balance of like self-care like self-care to me if it's if it's only about self-care mm-hmm. so then that's not a good thing that's right. not a jewish thing that's not if it's like that's an not, end, for us. not a means to an end exactly so like let's say like, oh self-care 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 and if you throw out that terminology it's just like extremely vague mm-hmm. and if it's not put in the right context and used in the right way it could it could be misinterpreted mm-hmm. as like being self-centric right and selfish yeah um right it's like the zikh in is like it's all about zikh it's all about me it's all about myself and it could be this like very a very negative trait 
So like just the word on its own, like when you hear about self-care, so like, you know, of course you have to take care of yourself, but if it's about yourself, if it's about yourself, then it could be a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like after long hours of discussion together, we've come out that, you know, I've, I've learned that it's How not, many it's not about that. How many hours? I mean, I'm kind of just being a little bit facetious. Oh. I'm joking, but like, we, what do you mean? We talked about it. We have, LA. we have, we have. We have it? No, we have, but like, you know, I've come to understand that like, it's not about yourself. It's like self care is, is putting, making sure that you're in the right place so that you could help others. Like what right. you're saying, it's a means right. to an end. It's not right. a means of itself. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, the goal is to be um, a giving person and to be a helpful person and to help other people. Mm-hmm. And to make sure that other people, you know, it's Alam Chasad Ibana, you right. know, like Hashem right. made us, Hashem made the world so He could be made to us and to give to us. And we're supposed to resemble what Hashem does. And Hashem's the ultimate giver. And we're also supposed to be givers mm-hmm. and not takers. Right. But, you know, if, if you're, you're not a taker, if you help yourself in order to give to others, right. you know? Right. Um, so, so yeah. So, you know, it's about it's, that's that's kind of what I think we've come out with self care. Like it's a means right. to an end, um, and it's a tough balancing act, but it's it's important. I I just think that it it was um I guess profound when you came home and you said like, wow, I know what you mean now about when you say self care because it's like I talk about it with clients a lot. Like there's like. I know this may sound far-fetched to you, but for my, for the people who I help a lot, it's like, let's say, <coughs> like, I always say, like, if you're not practicing adequate self-care, whether it's like physical self-care or emotional self-care, or spiritual self-care. So like food can take on that role right. in many ways. So let's say it's like, you're either like eating or you're either like restricting, or you're either just like thinking about food a lot, or you're a foodie or you're, um, you know like dieting a lot like exercising a lot because you just don't want to be thinking about other things and that and sometimes when people start to learn about self-care and they learn that like you know they're not just mothers they're not just wives they're not just there to like just serve other people I don't know if you agree with me but like they realize that like they really do have like you said this is like you realize you wanted like a hobby and something like a little bit to like you know an outlet something to Mm -hmm. fuel you and it's like when you have that cup filled you become such a better person like you you are a better parent and you are a better spouse or you are a better employee better Jew like because right. you don't feel like right you feel like that part of you is like filled totally there is a little bit of a downside to it also just to be honest and frank about it so it's like what's the let's say you have a hobby that's like like for example like it didn't like make, golf no, no no I'm just saying like let's say your hobby is like you love listening to podcasts right like it's like you love it like you can't get enough of it like it just consumes you and like you love it you love like just whatever so like let's say let's say it's like everything needs boundaries that's Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say so it's like even self-care needs boundaries so it's like it's like wow I feel so great I just came back from the recording studio and like I feel so happy I feel so enriched and whatever I feel like a great I feel great so Mm -hmm. like now I come home like I have a big smile for my wife and like I'm like so in such a good yeah. mood and like with like let's hang out let's talk whatever right yeah or like to my kids like I'm in a good mood right let's whatever my song right. let's play it no, but then that's the thing it's like uh-huh. it's like who wants to listen to my song now or right. like it's, or it's like <laughs> what do you think about this part of the song right. like should I go high here or should right. I go low there right. it's like 
but just hanging out like right. that's like my kids want to tell me about their day or whatever right. and it's right. like it becomes like consuming it could potentially right. become it depends on the hobby like right. if you're going to the gym you're not coming home and bring the gym with you like you're done the gym's over right. you're home now right you feel great whatever but like right. depending on the hobby let's say it's you know whatever let's say the self-care is talking to someone on the phone right and your kids need you right now and you're on the phone so right. it's like oh the self-care is so great because like i feel so great talking to my friend but now my kid's like crying because he's right, right you know what i mean it's like oh <laughs> no, I feel so... talking about me. no i'm not <laughs> that's what's wrong i'm just saying that like <clears throat> like within self-care it can make you really really happy but like that's kind of like towing the line of like where does my self-care make me happy and make me better and mm-hmm. where does my self-care um like is now infringing on my <clears throat> on my responsibility right. and my roles of father mother right you know whatever right. it might be you know no the goal I think that at least the way that I teach it is always like to make you a better person for everyone for yourself and for everyone so like of course you're not supposed to be neglecting your kids so that you can talk on the phone right. but it could be that and I'm not I'm not just quoting this from myself I'm quoting it from lots of people who I've spoken to over the years that like after like you know, three hours with your kids, you could go in your right. room for 10 minutes and of be course. like, let me take a deep right. breath, let me play right. some meditative like music. And they're like, I want to and, and you know, it's not dangerous. No, it's not dangerous. Except for that one time. I'm just kidding. That's not funny. I'm just kidding. Social oh, yeah, services. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me. Please, now I'm taking that out. Okay. Um, um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. So that's kind of the story. That's the situation. I hope you guys like the song. It's really Even though beautiful. I don't really care, I'm just kidding. It's really beautiful. Do you want to talk a little bit about like not letting like statistics get to your head? Or oh you yeah, really so this was really interesting. So currently my song is on, <clears throat> whatever, it got uploaded. You uploaded it? I didn't really upload it. Okay, whatever. it got uploaded to YouTube? Um, It's it's like on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and like a hundred other random streaming sites. As long as they type in your name, it will come up on a glass right? I think so. Okay. So whatever, I, I'm probably gonna take it off of youtube and uh, right now if you don't have a registration for spotify um <laughs> my song doesn't come out because of like there's ads and stuff but for some reason this song <laughs> called bad bunny <laughs> comes up so it's like oh i really like your song i mean like bad bunny is that it yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like some like, no but if you Spanish pay for spotify you get the song like, Hmm, like I have Spotify now. Oh, People are typing my name, and now they're like listening to this like random right. Spanish song called "Bad Buddy," but I mean, actually, which happens to be a really good song, by the way. No, that people do pay for Spotify self care. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's a good. It's a right. good thing to pay for. Right. Don't get any ads. So, right. Listen to Jewish music. So, like, I guess it's a way to for people to well, like whatever. That's just me personally. Like, I'm not so into the whole, the whole thing. Um. So I have like a lot of mixed feelings about that. Right. But like then I was like, oh, I'm on YouTube. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm on YouTube anyways from like a video of me like I like never saw that. I never saw that. Alum, like with my friends. I never like, saw that. In the Did video. I? Like I feel like we're all on YouTube in some capacity. Yes. So I guess like it didn't That's make true. a difference like before Avinu Malkano, after Avinu Malkano. No, like... it does make a difference because <clears> if your song is up on YouTube, people are going to go look for it or listen to it. Right. But if you're randomly singing right. exactly. for Tower no one's looking for that. I'm exactly. Assuming. It's true. So, like, then I was like, oh, <coughs> like, let me see how many views I have. I was like, oh, wow, like 2,300 views. I was like, that's pretty cool. And then I was like, all into it, like, wait, is that a lot of views for right. YouTube? And then I was like, oh, what, do, what does this guy have? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, and then I'm like comparing myself to like other people and how many right. views they have. And like, yes. Meanwhile, like a view could just mean like some guy clicked it accidentally and was like really looking for like some random thing on YouTube. Right. And it's like, right. oh, this random song came up. 
So it I, literally, first of all, it doesn't mean anything. Second of all, second of all, it just whatever. It's it's it gets in your head. It gets and in your head. That's yeah. really stupid. But right. then it's like I actually care now, and it's like yeah, really pathetic. And but like obviously, it's just have a on like right. a person how they naturally think. Right. And like <clears throat> um, that's why yeah. social media could be so detrimental and yeah, dangerous. Totally. Right. Um, I'll just tell you something I used to really I do care I obviously care about the statistics and I do check them a lot but like the, well, over the years like no, no, I know but I still it affects your self-esteem right. but over the years I'm just like whatever like that's really good like because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do it yeah but like so... you're very strong and like you're very like introspective and like you you know yourself and like you've worked on yourself a lot but like for like the hamonam out there that like mm-hmm. you know that doesn't like look into themselves and like work on themselves it's like could be really really difficult right i think it's also because it's your first <clears> thing like that you put up like you're not ever on social media you're not on instagram right. so like you don't put things like publish things right so then yeah the, my first few times that i posted on instagram or posted my podcast i was like, <coughs> obsessively check it you know right and now i'm just like okay now i'm really famous anyway so like, oh whatever. yeah i'm actually not famous at all and i, I never had 2,000 views yeah. but <clears throat> but but i will say that i've had moments where i feel really down about it and i compare my stats to other people's stats and then i have to talk to friends about it and they're like you you have a, like a niche market like you're only right. really advertising to sure to also you know like women who are struggling that want intuitive eating not right. like people who just want to lose weight or whatever right. like so i stick to my and also like for like what you want in terms of your business like you had 15 clients this past week like that's a lot of clients like yeah, Hashem, Hashem, you know yeah. like like that's it's doing what you wanted to do but then it's like the social media can make you think like right i need more i right. need more i need to be right. more famous i need more out there i need to be right. more recognize that like name recognition this then right. whatever but it's yeah. like if you would even have that like Let's say you have 50 oh, clients of like right. how I do can't you do that, right? handle that? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like it's really just like the it's a hard, it's like yeah. dimion, which is like it makes something look so much bigger than yes and better. And it's it's like a facade. It's true. It's you know? true. Anyways, this was really fun. Do you have any um closing um, remarks? Closing remarks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed the song. It's more like of an L type of song. I mean the mocking of an it's like it's an Malkinu. always song. It's a noise, but it's more like I There's actually, I actually wrote it during um, an Elo. I wrote it for Elo this past Elo. Did you? Really? I did, yeah. That's, okay. when I, that's when I composed it. And um, so it definitely like has that type of feel. That's what I'm trying to express <clears throat> in the song. Um, I'm going to get your guitar and sing it here or no? No, they, they've heard it already. Okay. Um, they didn't, but they will. They will in the beginning yeah. of the right. podcast, right? right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, <coughs> um i guess like maybe at the end of the podcast i'll just put we'll put in like it's not done yet but this my next, the next song, song we'll put a teaser done and then we'll put a yeah. little teaser yeah, yeah, just yeah, to, yeah. for for the next one yes yeah, so we're coming up with song <clears throat> two and where could they reach you if they want to you know to listen to it or like hire you for no, that no, no. <laughs> what's your instagram your oh, yeah you email. can hire me for like your kid's birthday party i'll sing one song right no yeah. you have so many songs what are you yeah. saying um, um your instagram your you know where right, people so i don't have you. instagram i don't have facebook i don't have linkedin do you, are you recruiting for your um <laughs> for my backup for singers no yep. <laughs> for your kinin hamasakta do you want to talk i'm not recruiting oh that's really nice you're giving your kinin hamasakta share so people could join you're not uh, recruiting i'm kind of full right now uh, this is oh, okay fine but it's really that's also really nice i do talk about kinin hamasakta a lot yeah yeah okay fine so thanks for coming on maybe and... next one i'll interview you 
yeah, you could interview you know, me whenever you want. I have a lot of questions about intuitive eating and like. I think you already did. We already did that. But it was but so it, long ago. I think we need like a refresher. Okay, first. whenever you want. I'm here. Okay, amazing. Okay, thanks for coming on. I hide the.